0: Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Already Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash friends. That's pros.com slash RD friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one of a kind formulas. pros.com slash RD friends.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. And today we have a great topic that's very appropriate for spring. Spring cleaning 101. We're going to give you guys our best tips for cleaning out your closet, cleaning your homes, cleaning out just other elements of your life as well. But first, we're going to catch up and do our peaks of the week and then we'll get into it. Awesome.
0: You want me to take it away? Take it away. Okay. In the spirit of spring cleaning, <laughs> I went hard on reorganizing my whole office. So now that I'm doing the pop-up thing anyway, I don't need to have like the whole office for clothes because before I had to have kind of a backstock to keep removing things onto the floor. But now I can just leave the whole store a mess in between pop-ups. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Because then I can just put it on mm-hmm. the racks when there's an event. I don't need the backstock. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I got home from Mexico City and was like, wait, I can make, I can have an office again. This is amazing because my desk was just like out in new wave. And so I took everything out and set up my shelves, super cute and put a plant in there and candles and all these cute little stationary things. And oh my gosh, it looks amazing because before I used to have this huge desk. It's actually underneath the bed in our guest bedroom, but it was too big for that room that it felt claustrophobic that I couldn't Mm -hmm. have the office and like move about. So now I have like enough room to stretch and do yoga right where the sun streams in in front of the window and have my desk and have shelves. I have been so inspired this whole week because that the office is by far the best room in all of like New Wave in my apartment because it has this one wall is floor to ceiling windows. So it just Mm -hmm. baths in sunlight all day long. And now I have my desk set up where there's a white wall behind me. So if I need to just like shoot a video, it just like looks perfect very easily. Mm -hmm. And so then since I was in the whole office mode, I had been seeing a lot of TikTok's about Notion and Mm -hmm. it's been on my wish list but I was like man I don't even have time to set up that whole thing and figure out another software da 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 and this week I was like okay I'm doing it figuring out Notion so I went hard I don't even know what days but for like (laughs) three days making all of these different pages and I'm just going on a full tangent here I'm sorry I'm hogging the mic but (laughs) do you remember back in MySpace days how I don't know I mean it's the same as any social media like you could have people who are really good at MySpace and really Into it and had the music playing and the layouts and all of it. That was me. I was obsessed with MySpace, like, got very much into coding as a kid and loved setting it up. And Notion felt like that. I felt like I was making a MySpace page again because there's kind of like, it's kind of setting up a website in some way. You've got like the columns Mm -hmm. and the blocks and linking doc files and songs if you want them. Oh my God. It's like all of the social media apps and my desk calendar and my paper calendar and my journal and my iPhone notes all had a baby together and everything is finally in one place. And I think that's partially why I'm in such a good mood is I feel like I I have a grasp on life because I know where everything is. Mm-hmm. I have like tabs for all of my expenses, like everything New Wave has ever bought. I put in there, categorized it, the date, how much it was. Same for me and mine and Clay's joint expenses. I put my dream life on there, broken down by 16 different categories, all of... The podcast like made a little blurb for every episode that's coming up so I could brain dump like ideas into those and then a mm-hmm. different one for New Wave and then like a different one for my daily to-do list with active checks box that I could mark off. Because before I would, you know, say be out like getting a car wash and this idea would come to me and then I would like write it in my iPhone notes. And then I'm like, wait, where is that one thing I was going to say and what was it for? Mm-hmm. You know, and so now lost. it's all, Yes. I feel so incredibly organized. There's a little bit of a learning curve. So I don't want to recommend Notion to someone that like, if setting up Notion is going to stop you from getting stuff done because you're overwhelmed by (laughs) it, definitely don't go do it because it's not just like you log in and it's all ready to go. You kind of have to like build it out. And there are free templates, but I could see how it would hinder someone from getting stuff done because it's a little overwhelming.
1: Right. No, but I've heard amazing things and I've seen it on TikTok. I opened one like a few months ago and then was also just like, yeah, it's too much setting up right now. Maybe I'll look back into it. It sounds amazing from what you're saying.
0: For me, it was so worth the time that it took to set it up. Mm-hmm. And there's still like a few other pages that are on my like mental wish list of like, ooh, like I have one set up for my reading directory of all the books that I have just so then I know. And there's a few other in my head. I mean, even over like the holidays, it would be great to be like, oh, this is my list of like what I've gotten people, how much I've spent on them. There are infinite possibilities possibilities that you could use Notion for. And as someone who has multiple buckets, it's much easier because before you're switching back between all of these different Gmail accounts and like, wait, what social media am I currently logged into? So if anyone out there has their own business, or even if you're a college student and you, you're like, wait, is this a school thing or a work thing or a personal thing? It's really great for separating all that out in one place because you can share Notion with other people still in the same way like okay. with Google Docs. Mm-hmm. So once I finish the already friend board... I'll I'll give you I'm on there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) There we go. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. That's pretty much what I've been up to this week. Um, Any other organizing things? Mm Hmm.
0: Ooh, last thing, I went hard on decluttering my Google Drive in my email list. I unsubscribed from so many businesses and things that I was like, why am I getting emails from them? These are just like distracting and clogging up my space from things I actually need to be seeing. And I had this Mm -hmm. notification on my Google that was like, your storage is almost up. And it's like, yeah, from spam. Like I literally, I don't even need any of this stuff. So I went through the Google Drive. Oh my God, there was like... Stuff every college project, group project, document, all of these stuff from past jobs that I had. I was like, delete. I think I deleted like ten thousand emails and like thousands of files. Feels so good. Wow. But yeah, it's we're those really things that in are that. not fun. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's fun. it's satisfying, but no one is like super pumped to go through their email list and unsubscribe from things. But then and I afterwards, feel like it's even
1: worse. Yeah, and I feel like it's even worse. Like make time for it. It's like when am I gonna do this? Uh, yeah, there are the things that yep. sit
0: on the back burner of our brain. Like yeah, that would be nice too, but like I don't want to do that right now.
1: Yeah, but then like you were just saying, once it's done, feels really good.
0: What about you? What's going on in Kara's world?
1: <laughs> yes, I'm definitely along those same lines where it's like. There were things that were on my to-do list for like you know some say months. I literally had some things that <laughs> were there for years, like years, like August 2020. One of them being like my camera had I like had kind of like nicked it, and like there was like this thing that needed to be fixed, but it worked. So then I'm like, I'm just gonna wait. Like, cause then I'm in between projects all the time. Like, I just need my camera always. And like, that was August of 2020. And we are in March of 2022. Like, that is like a year and a half of me knowing that I need to go take my camera in. And it was so dirty. Like, if I shot at an aperture higher than six, like, if anyone knows photography, like, you could see spots on my camera. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. So, like, finally, after a year and a half, I got my camera fixed and cleaned. And then also, I don't know. I'm just making a lot of appointments, doing all the things, like everything that's been on my to-do list as well that have just been sitting there way too long. I've tackled this week. I don't know why. And I posted a TikTok about it and someone commented and said, it's because it's Pisces season. But I'm like, does that make sense to you as someone who gets astrology? I Why unsure. would Pisces season make cleaning? I feel like that's like a Virgo thing or something. No, I'm honestly not maybe sure. Maybe they were joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, huh? Cause I'm a Pisces. And I'm like, you know, out of all the characteristics they say about Pisces, organization and cleaning is not one of them. So TBD, but there's just something in the air of cleaning out my life, getting a lot done, being productive. So. Maybe Notion's my next step that I need to do to keep that going.
0: Along those same lines, I have the same issue, but with my phone. So my camera is super cracked on the, okay, not the front camera, but like the back camera that I use, Mm -hmm. that there's always this light stream that's coming in if I shoot during the Mm -hmm. daylight. And there's like a bubbly orb thing in like the top right-ish corner. Do you know what I'm talking about? And so anytime, like it's always there in every single photo. Please no one go to my Instagram because you can see it in every single photo, depending on how it's edited. But same, like, when am I going to—I did contact T-Mobile. I made the step. I have insurance, so I can get a brand new phone for $99 and just order it, transfer everything over, and send it back. But it's like, when am I going to do that? Maybe next week. But it's just—it's such a big project, and you know it's going to take so long. So then you just put it off and then it compounds. And now I have like 75,000 photos on my phone.
1: It's going to take forever. And then I get anxiety about the fact that I haven't done this certain thing in so long. And then it's like, okay, the anxiety is making me not want to do it anymore, even more. And then I just put it off more. And at some point, I need to figure out what it is that has gotten me to move from like the anxiety about a certain task stage to actually doing it. Which is very Maybe, appropriate for this episode.
0: Maybe it's good yeah. that we started off with our overwhelm around cleaning because of course, Course, we're gonna be giving all of these spring cleaning tips. and it's easy to be like, just go clean out that linen closet that you've abandoned for six years. And someone's just like, do it,
1: I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, it's hard. It's hard to do it. Maybe as we mentioned in our um, goals episode, think of a good reward to give yourself for these big tasks. So the big task at hand is going to be spring cleaning, deep cleaning your houses. Think right now, of what's a little reward that you can give yourself once the cleaning's done? Don't give it to yourself beforehand. Really make that the light at the end of the tunnel. Here we go. I love that. Before all this, yeah, what are our peaks of the week? What's your highlight?
0: My highlight was the weather getting better and getting to see some of my favorite people that I haven't seen in a little while cuz I was gone and I was just kind of like head down working. I don't know. I just I'm not my best self in the winter time. I can try to maintain a positive spirit. We can do all of our cozy winter tips. I can try to be like I'm a fun cute winter girl with my beanie and coat, but my best self is not in the dead of winter. It's just not. It's not for me <laughs> going and getting Vitamin D on my skin. I feel like I'm a different person than I was a month ago. I'm like so sad for Allison in January right now. Like, I was so unwell. And even going and getting that trip was rejuvenating in so many ways. And I don't even care how much money travel costs, the passion and the motivation and the excitement that it put back into me, like, I would have had to go to five years of therapy to get that same amount of excitement for life back again. <laughs> so I feel like the self-awareness of whatever that is for someone to get them excited again, it's very important to go and do that because mm-hmm. I like I gained a thousand TikTok followers, which is really not a lot in the scheme of TikTok, but just from going down there. I got a collaboration mm-hmm. from going down there. I like felt like a vampire because my hair is so dark and my skin was so pale. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to pale shame. Everyone else looks beautiful pale. I don't feel my best self when I'm pale. (laughs) And going to get tan was just everything that I needed. And to see people live in their lives so yeah, that that was not one peak of the week. That was a lot of random word vomit right there.
1: But thumbs up. That was my peak of the week. Taking care of yourself, <laughs> doing what makes you happiest. That's yeah. All, that's all great. Okay, great. You? For me, I'm excited. I am going to plan a trip with my friends. And that's kind of my peak of the week because we're booking flights right now. Um, One of my goals in our goals episode was just trying to spend more time with my friends and like make more time with my friends because the last two years, you know, we've just been away from everyone and I just got really workaholic crazy. And like all my friendships were put to the side, which is like so annoying. So this is one of those... Things where me and my friend Heidi are going to go to DC for cherry blossom season, which I'm so excited about. Yeah. And we oh booked gosh. our flights and then they posted on Instagram like this DC account that peak blossom season is going to be when we're there. So we're like, wow, we could not plan this any better. And I've been to DC, but I really haven't seen anything or like spent really any time there. So if anyone has any recs, let me know. I'm so excited to go. And yeah, I feel like that's my, that's my peak love that I definitely it's deep on
0: not deep on my bucket list but my big long bucket list Mm -hmm. Cherry Blossoms is definitely on there
1: yes DC is a really good place for that and then also Japan Japan right right. yeah that would be such a cool place to see it
0: I hope you have fun in DC it's not I feel bad saying this because I'm not trying to shit on your trip at all DC is not (laughs) my place (laughs) I'm very excited for you that you're going, but when Clay and I went to DC, it was after I visited you in New York, and Mm -hmm. I literally, I don't know what it is. I just hate politics so badly. Like, that Mm -hmm. is not my cup of tea. I hate anything to do with, like, government, politician things, and we were driving through, and I was like, I hate it here to Clay, and I didn't even get out of the car. We were on the Washington Mall. I didn't get out, and Clay's, like, looking at it, and I was like, I don't care. I just want (laughs) to (laughs) leave. And so we left. <laughs> That's the so next day. funny. I don't know. It's it's not. I'm glad that we road tripped there and I didn't have to like book a flight and a hotel there to like figure that out. But yeah. yeah, it's just good for me to realize like what type of places are, I don't know, good for me and not. What's
1: for you? Figure out what's for you. Yes. But I feel bad. I don't, I want you to have a great time in DC. I feel, I shouldn't have no, said that. No, <laughs> that does not bother me at all. Because, It's funny because Connor's favorite city in the U.S. is D.C. And he, like, loves history. He just, like, loves history. Loves, like, seeing Arlington Cemetery and, like, the monument. Like, the Holocaust Museum. Like, those things, like, he just finds so fascinating. So, yeah, I, I mean, to each their own. Okay, those vibes I got from Boston. Like, I loved Boston. It felt very historic
0: and really mm-hmm. interesting to see those initial settlements and in the homes. I don't know. DC would the way. Sorry to anyone
1: that lives in DC. <laughs> maybe you should come with us and maybe well, you should give it another chance. See the cherry blossoms. And okay, maybe it's just because actually, you know, that happens a lot. Sometimes you go to a city and you just didn't get the experience that other people got because there is this one city that I'm not going to say because people are not going to like it because I feel like there's definitely people from there that I literally hate. <laughs> I call it the armpit of America and I had the worst time there. Like the worst hotel. Wait, you have like, to say staged. what it is. Okay, fine. It's Peoria, Illinois. I'm so sorry from there. That is the worst <laughs> town in the U.S., um, we literally got to our hotel stained sheets. Disgusting. Like, I'm not going to say what it was stained with, but you can just imagine for yourself. And then I just felt like everyone was rude. It was just a gray cloud <laughs> the whole time. Like, <laughs> it's just the worst weekend of my life. So… <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I think this is actually an important discussion though because it makes the reason of try everything twice very true because you're uh-huh. right. Even going to Mexico City, the first time I went, my friend Maddie and I, we went down for her to do her master's thesis on Barragón's work. And I liked it, but I was not like rushing to go back there. Mm-hmm. Didn't really have like a super magical time. Like it was just kind of cool, whatever. And then when I went back this time. I'm like, oh my God, amazing. I found all of the spots I wanted to find. The hotel was so cool. Like everything was, seamless. But you're right. I've been to places where I'm like, that was not a good experience. And I don't ever want to go back there because like it was so tainted. And it can get tainted from so many things. The weather,
1: your hotel, the people you're traveling with. Just going to the wrong places. Like I'm sure people have that experience about New York. Because if you do the traditional like stereotypical New York trip, it's like New York Times, which is so overwhelming, so overstimulating. That's where the pickpocketers are like, you know, the sketchy stuff sometimes. True. And it's like something happens. Happens. Yeah, something bad happens. Like like my ideal New York I don't know, weekend or trip, it's like going to Brooklyn, going to Williamsburg, hanging out in the Lower East Side. If you just didn't know those spots.
0: Mm-hmm. you could
1: hate New York, so.
0: Amsterdam is definitely that way, too. Like, if you just go to the red light district, it's probably yeah, it's scarring. Like, but then there's a ton of cute areas.
1: That was another city I was, like, so shocked at how much I loved because I just had only heard the bad things or, like, you know, the, how, it's a crazy place. It's a lawless place or whatever. But it's like, no, this is the prettiest city like I've ever been to my entire life. Like, how was this not on my radar sooner? Yeah. yeah. Well, with that, Whoops, with <laughs> yeah. with my boring trip ahead of us, just kidding. No, I'm so sorry. No, I'm so you. I'm so you. With all that, um, you okay. Know, wait, we love last to disclaimer. Oh, we, yes, last disclaimer. Says.
0: Now that we're reflecting, I was morbidly hungover because we had just gone to New York all weekend, and I was exhausted. I was not feeling well. We were sleeping in the car. So you're right. I'm sure it wasn't DC's fault. I was just unwell. Yeah. So I just had to clarify because you're right. Upon reflecting. <laughs>
1: anyway. Yeah. and Yeah, exactly. You never know. Never Give it know. another shot. All right. We'll see you in March. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, perfect. That's my peak of the week. Let's read your guys' peaks. Madeline said, graduating college in three weeks and it finally is feeling real. So excited for you. Congrats. Go get that degree, girl. Max
0: said, a trip to Ireland to visit my incredibly smart BFF in med school.
1: Um, Lauren said, I got to work at the Disney studio lot so cool. So many things Disney on the pod lately. Congrats. And Claire
0: said, I ran my fifth half marathon on Sunday and it was my PR. Congratulations.
1: Wow. I'm seeing a lot of half marathon TikToks lately. And I'm like, I want to do that at some point. That is so impressive and scary. So you go, Claire. That's amazing. Okay, cool. Well, as a reminder, as always, send in your peeks on our Instagram at we're already friends. And now, finally, getting into today's
0: topic of spring cleaning. Like we said, this is a comprehensive spring cleaning discussion, shall we say. Mm -hmm. Because when I think of spring cleaning in the spring cleaning sense, I picture like it being that first nice Saturday where you have like the doors open and the windows open and you're like getting everything out of there, which that is extremely satisfying and definitely still part of it. But I think we wanted to, you know, dive into some other areas such as like cleaning out your mental space, cleaning out maybe your digital space, cleaning out other areas that aren't just physical dirt going outside of your front door.
1: Yeah. And this episode just serves as a reminder. If you're thinking about skipping spring cleaning, we definitely think you should do it because as people, we just like hoard so much junk and there's even clothes that somehow passed my spring cleaning check last year and I did not wear them at all this entire winter. And I'm like, okay, you guys are getting cut this year. (laughs) You're getting out of here. So I think it's just good to get rid of a lot of stuff. And I think Allison has mentioned the podcast, like she tries to do one thing in one thing out and. And spring is a good time to clean out that closet, you know, get rid of 20 things so you can bring in 20 new things or yeah, cleaning up your schedule. Like, are you committing to things weekly that's draining your energy? Like if you didn't do a reevaluation of your year at New Year's, here's a really good touch base where you can check in and see if there's things, yeah, taking up your time or your energy that you can just put in the trash, put in the donation pile. Love
0: that. It's good to focus on how you will feel after this is done. Because as you were just Mm -hmm. saying, for most people, the process of it might not be that exciting, but the reward of it being done and it finally off your checklist and you getting to reap the benefits of feeling lighter and less tied down or maybe you get that closet or that room or whatever back because it's not filled up. It really is the best feeling.
1: Mm -hmm. And I feel like this can all be a little overwhelming. So take some notes or just listen along but remember that you can do these things like one step at a time it does not all need to be done in the same day that would be very overwhelming so just start where you can and yeah take at your own pace and i think also
0: one project done is better than no projects Mm -hmm. we all have a mile long list of projects that we would love to tackle but prioritizing them and realizing that it's better to make some progress than no progress
1: Yeah. Well, with that, I feel like we should start about... I think we should start with cleaning out your closet maybe because you are the queen of getting rid of things. So what are your best tips for when you need to do that spring cleaning inside your clothing closet space?
0: The harsh, quick answer would be release all emotional attachment to every single thing you have. The more softer answer, because that's extremely hard to do. And a lot of us have very emotional ties to our things, which I think is ultimately why we don't want to get rid of stuff. We had, you maybe went to that concert and this thing, and you loved that outfitter. This was from your friend, or it was a gift, and it can be hard to cut off that bond between you and that item. But I think it's important to remember that memory still exists, even if you get rid of the cowboy hat. You still had an amazing time at that concert with your friends, even if the outfit and the hat and the boots and the ticket are no longer with you. And realizing that when you free up that space, it there's always more and better to come. Like There's going to be cool clothes that keep coming out. There's going to be more events and activities in your life. Like, there's gonna be more books coming in or more, whatever it is that you kind of find yourself hoarding, there's more to come. And just getting rid of it doesn't mean that that's deleted. That experience doesn't mean something to you mm-hmm. or that relationship doesn't mean something to you. Cause I think with gifts, it can feel so, feel so guilty. Well, this person got it for me. What if they ask about it? Like, what if they realize I gave it away? And like, well, We've all done it. We've all given away gifts that someone got us. So mm-hmm. they they don't know whether you gave it away one month after you got it for them or if it sat in your closet for four years and then you got rid of it. So just, yeah.
1: just let it and go. <laughs> I've heard that example so many times. Like even had a friend ask me what they should do because someone got them this purse that like is not their style and they've had it for two years and they just want to donate it so bad. But they're like, what if they asked me about it at church and I don't have it. And I'm like, when will that ever happen? Like when have you ever personally asked someone about a gift that you bought them? Like, I know I don't do that. So I feel like that situation mm-hmm. is very rare. It causes a lot of people anxiety. So I agree. And also like they chose to give it to you. If you're, if they're scared or going to be upset that you're not wearing the shoes that you bought them, it's like, well, they chose to give it to you. Like maybe that's <laughs> yeah, a lesson they true. need to learn. Like you need to start giving food or like gift cards or something. Because then, you know, there's no emotional or there's no chance that you're going to get upset or the gift giver is going to get upset. So.
0: That's super true. But you're right. Like, I don't think once I've ever had follow <laughs> anyone follow up on a material gift. Maybe mm-hmm. if it was an experience, they'd be like, how was that concert? Or my dad got me TSA pre-check and he was like, was it handy? Like, mm-hmm. heck yeah, it was handy. But yeah, that right. that's like different.
1: Mm -hmm. which is another reason to give experience and consumables because they just get used. Yeah. So if you haven't heard that episode, go listen to our gift giving episode. We give lots of good tips there to avoid awkward follow-ups of, have you you worn those socks yet? (laughs) Okay. Yes. I love that. Remove the emotional attachment. I saw that you wrote down like, take everything out of the room and then only put back what you want to keep. That
0: is extremely important. I think that is an absolute must if you're cleaning out anything, whether that's your car, a closet, Mm -hmm. your makeup caddy, rearranging an entire room because it's really hard to look at a space and immediately pinpoint like, okay, I'm going to take these few things out. Like you might maybe from the top be able to grab a few, but then it's like, okay, but what else? Okay, Mm -hmm. maybe that should stay. But if you take it all out, the first things that you're going to put back into that space are your favorite. And then you'll see Mm -hmm. like how satisfying that space is when it's not not all cluttered. It's like, wow, I can see everything. It's organized. It looks good. I might actually be able to use some of these things because I have access to them. So then that stops you from continuing to put more and more and more back into that space. And then you can clearly look at that pile and be like, all right, well, I guess I can live without all of this stuff.
1: Mm -hmm. And then that's
0: your donation pile. It's just
1: there. I love this tip, especially for cleaning out like your toiletries and like your makeup bathroom, like if it's behind your mirror, if you have like a medicine cabinet or if it's in a closet, like I recently cleaned out our toiletries, you know, makeup stuff. We have like this like shelf of three different tiers and they were always full and I just took everything out. And then I only put back on the shelves like what I actually use every single day and what I need. And I think it's been like a week and all the stuff that's sitting in the box, I have not gone back to grab once because like I don't use that stuff enough. And it just looks so clean and decluttered. So yes, that's such a good tip because it's like you just put stuff in places or get gifted a product or buy a certain makeup thing that you just never use. And I think it's time to go. (laughs) It's time to go. Two quick points to follow up that. One, then when everything
0: is out of the room or the space or the cabinet, makes it extremely easy to clean that room really fast to maybe magic erase the walls or vacuum or dust or whatever because nothing's in there. You don't have to move stuff around. And then second, just to note that thrift stores do take like half-used products. Like if you have this can of hairspray you don't like anymore, they'll put it out of the thrift store, Mm -hmm. even if it's not brand new and sealed up. So
1: that's really good. I know at some of the thrift stores in St. Louis, yes, like they donate a lot of those products to domestic violence situations or it's literally just out and you can just take it if you need it and yeah maybe like your used lip gloss like I mean that might sound gross but it's better to give it to them and If someone takes it, it's better than it just being thrown away by you. I don't know. Yeah, they can decide what to do with it. Yeah. But also another good point, circling back to the circling back, another good point about taking everything out of a room is that once you're going to go put it back in the room, you're not just going to throw it on the ground or on the bed or wherever it was. Like you're going to put it away. So I feel like it's like the foolproof way to clean is like take everything out because once you're done cleaning, you're not just going to like let it be out of place. It's all going to go back nice and ordered. That's true, and you'll see the project
0: through Mm because— if you took all of the food out of your pantry, you're not just probably going to leave it on the kitchen floor for like a week. But if you tell yourself like, oh, I'm taking stuff out of the pantry that we don't need anymore, it's very easy to just stop doing that project because it's not out everywhere.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. With With all this, to tackle cleaning, I feel like it has to be one room at a time. And like with taking everything out, it's like taking everything out of your bedroom and putting it in the guest bedroom and then like cleaning your whole bedroom, you know, head to toe, cleaning out the closets, cleaning out the Stand drawer and just focusing on that room only. And like the other room can just be a mess while you're doing that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is how I digest spring cleaning is just doing one room at a time. Absolutely.
0: And then your brain can compartmentalize your needs of that
1: one room. Yeah. Very good point. And if you get it done kind of late, it's not like you've started three different rooms and like you put all the three different room stuff in your living room <laughs> or like in one big area. It's like you can finish that and then just continue at your your own pace. I think you
0: accidentally gave a good tip when you were saying you put your donations like in that box and had it off Mm -hmm. to the side or whatever. I think that could be a good point for someone who's struggling to let go of those items is maybe after this whole spring cleaning or as big or as little as you do, if you have your donation box boxes, you could leave it for how whatever duration of time you feel is appropriate. And if you go back to those items within two weeks or whatever, then you needed that thing. But if you don't open those boxes and you didn't go back for any of it, then it's probably safe to say that you can go ahead and donate it. But maybe during that time, it will help you remove the attachment from those things.
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like something that holds back a lot of people is seeing dollar signs and like seeing like, oh, but I bought all this stuff and I've never used it. And it's just like something that can be like, cause anxiety and stuff. Do you have any tips for getting rid of stuff that maybe you like spent money on? Yes, I do. Actually, I
0: feel like in an alternative life, me and Marie Kondo are sisters or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that we like to put a very high value on the things we bought and forget that things depreciate. Like yeah, that's great. You bought a water bottle? Well, it's not worth the $20 that you paid for it the second it goes off the shelf. In the same way, when you drive a car off the lot, it depreciates. And our stuff is the same way. I think people then play up like, oh my gosh, I could get all this money for it on Poshmark or Depop. And yeah, maybe there are a few like really awesome timeless things, which is a whole nother point of why buying quality over quantity and more timeless basics and things that don't go out of style quickly are better because then in the long run, like, yeah, that black leather jacket that's been cool since 1962 you can still get your money for. Those Rad Levi's you can still get your money for. But when you spent $300 on a Shein haul, you're never going to see your money back. Mm-hmm. And so then I think people hold on to stuff. Because maybe internally, they're kind of upset that they spent that much money on that thing as well. Mm-hmm. And then they're like trying to get their use out of it. But it's kind of gone. Like the the value isn't at the rate that, they th- that you think in your head that it is because we play up our emotional attachment into the price.
1: Yeah. And it literally is kind of like a circle, a cycle of maybe spending something, spending money on something that you didn't need. Because why is the box of stuff There, even in the first place, it's like, oh, well, you thought you needed like two eye makeup removers or like three face cleaners, cleansers. And it's like, no, you only really need one. So it's like, okay, maybe with the spring cleaning, you can evaluate and see where in your life you're overspending, overconsuming, and just make note of that for the rest of the year to come. Like, where am I going? going crazy. Is it Sephora? Like am I buying 10 lip glosses and another <laughs> so, nine? Is it Sephora? <laughs> is it, it's probably Sephora. Let's be honest. It's definitely Sephora. Um. So yeah, maybe that's even a tip is like take note of what is ending up in these piles that you're not touching for a month and find out how to do less of that in the coming months.
0: That's a great follow-up to that. And I think people also forget when that they're buying tons of stuff. Like let's say your closets are full and your makeup caddy. It's really hard to remember in your head what you have because there's so much stuff. But the more you actually clean things out, you can make a mental inventory of like, yeah, I do already have a tub of aquifer in the medicine cabinet. I don't need that because your brain can like visually see what you have. Mm -hmm. Same with like before you go to the grocery store, like checking those cabinets, looking in your fridge, being like, do I already, do I already have 15 boxes of pasta noodles or... Like, yeah, like you said, do we already have enough cleansers? And for most of us, and I feel now it's easier for me to be saying all of this, but like two, three years ago, I was the exact same way. You open that drawer in the bathroom and I had enough cleanser to last me six years probably. I'm like, where (laughs) where were these coming from? Did I just buy a new one every time I went to Target because it was cute? Because I wasn't out. Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know.
0: Things would just pile up or you get like lotion on lotion on moisturizer for gifts. And there's literally more product than you could like ever go through in a reasonable amount of time. And... So I would say with that too, is to just try to start using those things and do make a note then if you're like, wow, okay, I've realized that we have enough body soap for the next three years, probably. So making a mental note to yourself, like we are all good on body soap.
1: Mm-hmm. No more
0: body soap until we finish <laughs> out these. But maybe you have zero toothpaste
1: because you're like, your brain gets confused. And you're going to put that in your Notion app and you're going to make sure you never buy soap again until it's all And gone. I'm
0: saying oh yes of this from personal experience because I'm still trying to finish the body soaps from the body soap
1: We have like, we got gifts of body soaps that's shaped like ducks from the Memphis hotel. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm literally scrubbing my body with duck shaped soap because I'm like, I'm not buying any until I use this. I guess I could donate those too. But I'm like, why spend the money if I have it? Like it's soap's just soap. Exactly. Okay. So now Here that we've we got go. a good mental picture of cleaning out your space, did you have a few resources that you wanted to share? I know Marie Kondo is one of them. She has a great Netflix documentary show that everyone can watch. Ooh, that's
0: good. No, I, I feel like I threw her name out there, but I actually like don't follow her. I don't know. Maybe I need to.
1: <laughs> she's like, she had a book in the 90s. Like she's OG. Yeah.
0: I like to listen to the minimalist podcast. It's these two guys that talk about how minimalism changed their entire life. And I really don't want this to come off like I'm a minimalist. I love to buy stuff. That's literally why I thrift is because I love to buy stuff and then I get over it. So then I can just donate it back. Like it's a, mm-hmm. a quick cycle of going in and out. And then I don't have to feel bad that I like spent so much money. Da, da, da. So I like listening to them. There's also Facebook groups. I'm in the minimalist Facebook group and mm. people will just like take a picture of their room and be like, it took me seven years to clean this out, but it's finally done. And and that keeps me motivated.
1: Wow. That's awesome. I can definitely check those out. Okay. With that, I think we should pivot to actual cleaning tips. So I am just going to point you guys exactly to where I've gotten my cleaning tips. There's an Instagram account called Go Clean Go. And they have these guides called like Bleach Pray Love. And they're cleaning guides that tell you how to clean your house. And you would think that you just like already know how to clean your house. Like it's dumb to like spend money on that kind of stuff. But you only know how to clean from like what your parents taught you or like what you just picked up on as a kid, I feel like. And there's just so many different like solutions that are meant for certain things or just way more productive ways to clean your floors or like how to do things that are less damaging. Or if you're into learning about what's non-toxic, like I feel like there's like a whole sector of things to be learned in cleaning. So I really liked their go clean go cleaning thing. And if you don't want to buy anything, they have an Instagram and they give tons of tips on there. But just in general, I feel like obviously vacuuming, I am obsessed with my cordless vacuum. I feel like that is the biggest life changer in my entire life. And me and Allison have the same vacuum. I think it's like the Hoover Blade Max. Is that the one you still have? Mine is not the cordless version,
0: but the look and the other things are the same. Yes. Okay.
1: It's very powerful. It's very powerful. I just, if you're thinking about getting a cordless one, that one's affordable. And I feel like it just changed the game. Like I, I can just throw that thing around my house. Love it. And then getting a real mop with, a bucket. <laughs> and um, it's like the spin one. I have like the spinning mop. And using powdered Tide like laundry detergent as the solution. Yeah, that's like the best tip ever. It's like that is such a good mopping solution instead of just swiffering because I'm, I'm a big swiffer girl. Like I just loved how easy that was. But then when you actually mop, swiffering is like really good for in-between mopping. So I highly recommend checking out like a spinning mop to just like really... Clean those nasty floors from winter and fall. Get that spring cleaning in. This is,
0: I don't know why this just reminded me of it, but you saying that, it's kind of how like brushing your teeth with flossing and that TikTok of the girl being like, that would be like if you just went to the bathroom and you just didn't wipe in between the crack and... (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking— Do you know that TikTok?
1: No. And the dentist being like,
0: you have to floss. Like, you have to get into the cracks. Mm -hmm. And the Swiffer, in this case, is probably like, yeah, you're just doing the top-level brushing, but you need the crevices cleaned. Yeah. Because there's like layers of cleaning. There's like tidying up in between stuff, and then there's the deep— deep cleaning.
1: Yeah. And I feel like spring cleaning should be like the deep, deep cleaning. <laughs> so, highly recommend getting a real mop. I think the mop that I got was like $20, maybe $30 from Walmart or Target. So, yeah. We'll link it in the show notes. But highly recommend that for the actual cleaning part. I also love… um the Grove Collaborative. It's like an all natural Mm -hmm. cleaning solution company. I have just like glass bottles or I have like old multi-purpose sprays, glass cleaner, plastic bottles that I just now buy the Grove Collaborative tablets just or the concentrate. Actually, I have the concentrate. It's like a little vial. You dump the concentrate in and just fill it with water. And that's what I use for cleaning supplies because I'm like, okay, less plastic bottles. It's just like a glass vial that it comes in in a cardboard box. And then it's like better ingredients because You end up touching a lot of this stuff. And I'm like, what is in multi-purpose spray? Like, I don't want to know. Our grandparents used to clean with like vinegar. Like, is there a need to have like a pink grapefruit or pink strawberry smelling multi-purpose cleaner? I don't know. Let's go back to the basics. Like, let's let's just use just what we need. Like lemon, baking soda, vinegar. Yeah. Just things made safer.
0: Okay. So some other things that we can clean up that are not dirt and grime or material items. Quick side note, I love material things. I do not want this to come across that I don't love things. Those candles and my bedding and that decor book, like they make me so happy. And I don't want you guys to feel like you have to become a minimalist and never buy things again and herd your whole house. I think the Mm -hmm. point is getting it down to the point where you're like, no, I love everything in here instead of being like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. Why do I have all this shit in here that I don't like?
1: Yeah. But yes, we see that in so many other aspects of our lives. Like when you get a new phone, like it's so nice that it's just empty and there's nothing in there. And like your old phone stresses you out. Or when you move into a new house, it's like, oh, blank slate. Do whatever I want. I already got rid of all the other stuff while I was moving. So there is a reason that you feel better when there's just like less clutter and it can make it can allow you to be more productive, more creative. But that's not to say that we don't love our my sparkly Uggs or <laughs> the... T- The (laughs) 10 pairs of jeans I might have, like, they're on rotation. Like, yeah. I love that you made that side note because it's like, still like things. It's just, yeah. Making sure that you love everything.
0: Exactly. Which makes it easier to get ready when you love everything in your closet. Mm -hmm. It makes it easier to say, do your makeup when you're not like sorting through all of these products or some of these areas that we're about to talk about now. It will just give your brain space to focus on what matters instead of having distraction around you.
1: So I think we can go ahead and go into that now spending habits? Are you staying on track with your money goals? Are you checking your bank account, bank statements every month, hopefully sooner than every month, making sure you're not getting charged unnecessarily? Clean out those subscriptions. Um, I know we've touched on this in other episodes, but you would be surprised what subscriptions add up. Maybe you haven't logged into your Disney Plus account and like, Four months, cancel that. Like, let's do a spring cleaning of what you're spending, where you're spending it, and if you are feeling good at the end of the month with how much money that you have left over to do other things. So, that's one area you can just touch on.
0: The money talk made a very good point because when you start to clean out all of this stuff, you know, so often we think like, I need to make more money so I can buy more things and do more and more and more. But we all have so much stuff like in our house already going on, like often the answer is not more, more, more. It's like, let's move some things away and see what I already have. And then you'll realize as you just become a more like mindful and intentional person that you actually like money will come because you can, you're not spending it on wasteful things that like a subscription that you're not even using that, oh my gosh, that cost me $400 in a month or in a year. But my life was moving so fast because I was just trying to earn more money. And it's like, oh, you actually didn't even need to maybe work those three extra shifts, you could have just canceled one subscription and you would have had that Mm -hmm. money. Crazy. So it does pay off to take the time to figure out where your money's going. Mm Mm-hmm. So true. Do you use any apps to track
1: yours? I have the Mint app and that will alert me if I spend too much in a certain category. But I think the best apps are just like your actual bank account apps, which I know we've shouted in the past because it's like, that's the easiest way. You got to make all your habits and these tasks easy. That's the easiest way to like just... Monitor, And I know for one of my credit cards, I have notifications whenever there's a charge. So I'm like, that's even the best way I can just see what I'm getting charged on. Perfect.
0: Another thing I'm cleaning out right now is just everything in the digital space of what we talked about earlier. Cleaning out that Google Drive, cleaning out the email list. A huge one on my to-do list, I'm going to say it out loud here so I can hold myself accountable, is I have to clean out my camera roll. For all of the areas that I excel in the material space, of removing that attachment, I justify it by being like, well, I have the photo of it and it's fine. It's not taking up that much space. It's just pictures. But like, do I need 40 different angles of the Eiffel Tower type of thing? <laughs> you know, it's like, maybe you pick the best three of the 40. Like there's so often where I have like these whole sets of like hundreds of photos from one thing. I just need to go through and pick the few best from all of these instances. But mm-hmm. it's so overwhelming. I have so, so, so many photos. And so my reward is going to be, I'll get the new phone that doesn't Ooh, have a yeah. cracked camera. And maybe it's good. Maybe that's why my the universe cracked my camera because it was like, you're doing too much, too many photos. Like we cannot take more, clean out what you've got, then we can get mm-hmm. a new camera, a phone with the
1: my sister McKenna does the best thing that you can do in the situation. Like after every little photo shoot, she just picks her favorites right away and deletes the rest immediately. So she'll only have like five photos of her per location. Whereas I have like 400 of like the same dumb photo with eight different angles and then like half of them I'm blinking. So if you can get in the habit of just deleting them right away, which I wish I could do. I'm trying. I also want to be in that habit. It's very convenient. Yeah. that And that is
0: really the key to all of this is when you do little bits all the time. Like if you keep checking Mm -hmm. your bank account and if you just delete the spam emails as they come in and you delete the extra photos as they're happening and you clear out the pantry every week of expired food, then it doesn't pile up into these big things. So the
1: more we can
0: do little bits here and there, then the less overwhelming
1: they become. Absolutely. A few other things we'd love to hit on. um, Social media habits. Can you spring clean that? Are you taking a look at how much time you're spending on social media? Because... We all love a good scroll. But are you doing that over activities or just getting outside, making time for yourself? So if you can check in on yourself there and see where you're at, that's a great way to spring clean. And to- even the accounts you follow. Yeah, accounts you follow. What's inspiring you? What's not inspiring you? Even muting people. Mm-hmm. You know, we love the mute button on the Already Friends podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Even a more serious one, a deeper one, if there's any friendships or relationships… That aren't serving you, can you spring clean those and, like, not necessarily throw those people in the trash or in the (laughs) recycling bin, but like reorganize your schedule to either spend more time with those people or less time with those people? What's a way that you can look at those this spring and reevaluate what makes you happy?
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. And it's hard and sad to say, but there are billions of people on the planet. So you should, we all probably spend a lot of time with like what, 10 people? Like, you get to pick, you get to pick. Your 10 best friends on the whole planet Earth from billions of people. You should like them. Mm -hmm. There's so many options out there. Yeah. We're we're not short on people on this planet.
1: So pick wisely. (laughs) And if you picked wrong, (laughs) adjust and adapt and keep moving forward. Did you want to say the one that you put in your Instagram caption?
0: Yeah. Okay. And so for the last one, just cleaning up your schedule, um, it's hard to figure out, you know, we have only so many hours in a day and we have all these things to do. But are there ways in which you can group stuff together or let some things go so you have the freedom to do what you want to do? Like we we love this podcast so much. But I was like, how, how can I have the podcast and be able to travel still? Because I have to be in here in the studio to record. I've tried taking the microphone. I don't know audio. It doesn't work very well. It's like more stressful for me on the trip to have to figure out this all out And then, you know, Kara's going on all these different shoots, and we were like, wait, we can batch record. doesn't Mm -hmm. have—we don't have to batch record the whole year. We can get, like, two or three done at a time, and then next week, you can take a trip. It's just crazy how sometimes these solutions— are like actually that easy but we overcomplicate them and we stress about it and we build it up when it's like wait there's a quick little solution right here let's just try it out and maybe we decide we don't like batch recording but you can at least try Mm -hmm. try changing up your schedule
1: yeah i love that Okay, well, with all that, those are the different areas we'll be cleaning up this spring. Hopefully, we got some good tips your guys' way for your own journeys cleaning. If you do clean, tag us. We want to see it. Post on your story. Let us know what you've purged, what you've kept. And yeah, we would love to see it. Sweet. Thanks so much for listening. And that was another episode of the Art Your Friends
0: podcast. Catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.